Hello, Alan. I've got a game for us today. Oh, a game. Yeah, based off a conversation we had in our last recording, I've invented a game called Cami Oh No You Didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a cameo-based game where you and I are going to try to guess what certain celebrities may charge for their cameos. Okay, that sounds fun. All right, all right. Yeah. I, got a, I got a stellar list. We're going to start off with uh, everyone's favorite eternal ensign, Garrett Wong of the Star Trek Voyager. He played mm. Harry Kim for seven yeah, years. Okay. It's spelled Wang. Apparently, it's pronounced Wong. Okay. How much do you think? And this is for the basic personalized video package. What do you think he would charge? One guest spot on Bull. <laughs> it doesn't need to be recurring, but it does need to be a named character. Unfortunately, it, that's a non-transferable. I'm going to say parts. 50 bucks. 50 bucks? All right. A video? All right. Yeah. Uh, 50, yeah, 50. 50. All right. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go okay. over. I think, oh, oh, I took the over and I won that one. That's one point for me because a personalized video from Garrett Wong, uh, Ensign Harry Kim is $130. Ooh, rough. Yeah. The, the $5 over the 125 <laughs> price point is a little insulting i was gonna get it but once he got over that 125 i was done yeah. give me the next one rob okay next up is samwell the famous singer of what what in the butt what what in the butt he okay. is on cameo and how much do you think he charges for a two-minute video i was hoping he would only charge for four second videos <laughs> where he says one to three words ahead of in the butt <laughs> So whatever you wanted, like, uh, right, right. like uh, happy, happy birthday, mom, in the butt. <laughs> happy anniversary. I'm going to go back to my old standby 50 bucks, Rob. Oh, I'm going lower for Samuel. I'm thinking he's in the $35 range. Let's see. $40. Yeah, okay. I'm Split in the middle there. Right in the middle there. Great job. Well done. Well done. All right. But last and definitely not least, this is yeah. a tricky one, Alan. We got mm-hmm. Lisa Lisa. Of cult jam fame, Lisa Lisa and the cult jam, of course, yes. known for their hit Head to Toe. What do you think she charges for a cameo? $200. Ooh, 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 I'm going lower. Wait, going wait, is, lower. The cult, is the cult jam with her? This or? is purely a Lisa Lisa joint. Purely No Lisa. cult jam sign off. You're doubling up the Lisas. It was going to be 100 <laughs> but you, get, you double the Lisas. All Lisa. right, double, double Lisas. It is $200. I got it. Uh, well, that's how it goes, Rob. <laughs> K-Sarah, K-Sarah. Uh, no, it's, it's Lisa, not Sarah. It's time. Time for a thrilling story of romance, adventure, mystery, anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another... Interrupted Tale! Hello, and welcome back to the show that usually ends. It's another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener. In case you forgot, been a bit. While the other person constantly interrupts, I am joined, as always, by my good friend Rob, Rob, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling just 
peachy. I'm updating my cameo profile. I okay. I've got they, they won't let you charge less than a dollar. So I'm I'm just I I only charge surcharges. <laughs> Whatever you would the credit cards would take. I'll yeah. uh, I'll accept it. Yeah, I owed cameo fifteen dollars. It was really uh, really oh, sad. Negative royalties. They're <laughs> yeah. they're a bummer. <laughs> but I am well and happy to be here for a very important story. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yes, we've got tonight a story from the May 1950 issue of Whisper Magazine. Yes, Whisper Magazine. Whisper Magazine, the stories behind the headlines. Yeah, one of those hush-hush uh, type uh, type magazines. Um, just for funsies, I took a look at the table of contents, and here are a few mm -hmm. other articles uh, okay. that, from this month. There's Doing the Desert Jive. Ooh, very uh, nice. Flaming Youth Rides Again, which, you know, nowadays, oh. that's, that's not even news nowadays. That's No, just, no. Know, let and uh, I'm glad to see the son of Ghost Rider getting work. <laughs> uh, there's also How to Wrestle an Alligator. Ooh, the Steve Irwin's not story. <laughs> For when you will need to wrestle an alligator, because it will happen to all of us. And the final story was Can Girls Get Any Neuter? Huh? <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I uh, unfortunately I cut that out, so I don't know the answer of can they get neuter or not. Well, tonight we've got a fascinating story called "Will Insects Rule the World?" Mm -hmm. And uh, can they do it neuter the nude? It says <laughs> right below here. This is, this is by a Dr. Muller, a Nobel Prize winner. Or by a picture? No, no, yeah. it is not. It is. It is. It references him. Okay. <laughs> it is certainly not by him. <laughs> oh, sorry. It is by George Dempster. George, Dempster. Uh, who may have been equated with a picture of Doctor Muller at a certain <laughs> point, but uh, you know, not that friendly. Just work colleagues with a picture of Doctor Muller. <laughs> I'm sure he's. I'm sure he knows a lot about bugs, though. I mean, this seems like the kind of guy with a with a headline like that. This is going to be some serious scientific research here. Wonderful. Well, I'm ready to get into it. Uh, so why don't we just sit back, uh, you know, kind of rub down your thorax. Ooh, and uh, I got my big, big glass of bug juice right here, straight from camp. So uh, go ahead and put your carapace up and lay back while we read you this week's tale. Okay, this is in bold now. Will we wake up some morning to find that billions of giant insects are covering the earth? I uh, that that happened today. <laughs> Wiping out human beings faster than locusts can strip a forest of leaves. Or um, you know, the need for paper. It's entirely possible, perhaps even probable not going to go as far as likely this is nope. not a science fiction magazine i will go as far as possible <laughs> it's not a theory it's more like a hypothesis <laughs> one of the most terrifying sights under the sun is that of billions of ants in a solid column over a mile wide and several miles long 
Meanwhile, billions of uncles are falling asleep on the couch watching the game. Really? After the 50 Cent feud and everything? Yeah. I mean, they're not I would think go. more like Pitbull during New Year's Eve or something. <laughs> That's tough to get through. Marching through the jungle in a ravenous quest for food. B.C. Ravenous Quest for Food was not an entertaining video game. <laughs> Eating everything in their path, from leaves and grubs to animals. Leaving nothing behind but bones and huel shakes behind them. <laughs> Even they understand that that is not food. Alan, you know what gets me about Huel is that at least with Soylent, I get an idea of the ingredients. Sure. I have no idea how many people are in a Huel bar. They don't have to list that on the label? No, no, it's a, the FDA is in big fuel money, you know. Sure, yeah. I prefer, well, what, what's that terrible thing? Oh, water. <laughs> Brazilian explorers who have witnessed the spine-chilling spectacle say it lives with them forever after in nightmares. And in the ant wives, they bring back with them. And they oh. say that's the real nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those Brazilian explorers. Brazilians love long legs. And six of them, that's better than two. For those who do not move fast enough, death comes in frightful form. The ants can strip a full-grown horse to its bones in six minutes. Four and a half if you give them knives and forks. Oh, well, uh, proper cutlery is always going to help you get through a uh, horse course meal. <laughs> um, this horse salad. Oh. And then there's horse sorbet in between. Oh, Take, It takes forever. And let me tell you, it does not get the taste out of your mouth. That sorbet no. is worthless. No, and then you're sitting around at the table uh, drinking a horse affogato for like <laughs> 30 minutes afterwards, and they still won't bring you your bill? Nuts. <laughs> And horrible as it sounds, this tragic drama that takes place every so often deep in the jungle might be a small preview of how man himself will be wiped off the earth in the not far future. You can't say it won't happen because it hasn't, and you can't not say that maybe it's something that could possibly happen because science. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of like Drain the Ocean, where the entire premise is like, oh, no, 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 it's not actually going to happen. We're just going to be thinking of showing you what it would be like if we drain the ocean, man. I, I, I'm i sorry. I'm unfamiliar with drain the ocean. Sounds <laughs> a lot like the trough at a Milwaukee Brewers game. <laughs> oh, no, that just that's called back up the ocean. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. for this to happen, it's merely necessary for giant insects that produce offspring at a rapid pace to suddenly appear. Ah, like Nick Cannon. Oh, oh you ever been through the jungle and see a column of cannon children a mile long coming at you it'll haunt your nightmares yeah weird when his life is exactly the plot of a storyline from virgin river expecting twins while his girlfriend is also pregnant with the baby oh yeah i mean the ruggedly handsome man the strawberry blonde doctor uh yep canadian luke wilson with yep. a Canadian girl from Grey's Anatomy. Uh -huh. And uh, they work cheap. That, the wife of the doctor, is so <laughs> unlikable. The, and then they 
gave her some <laughs> mental aphasia or something that supposedly made her unlikable. Oh, oh, is that how they cured it? Because they said, oh, she was sick when she was unlikable No, before? she just got more unlikable. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she, is she the one that looks like Canadian Meryl Streep? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. she married to... The guy from Animal House? We're going really down to Virgin River. Oh, let me tell you. A lot of people <laughs> go down Virgin Rivers on that show. <laughs> and then they, they find out, hey, those rivers ain't... <laughs> and yeah. Okay. I was really Tim Matheson. He yeah. was Doll Man. Yeah. He right? Was, no, he was not Doll Man. Tim Matheson. Tim Thomerson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> this has got to be the first time he's ever been confused for the guy. No, Dollman. it's happened all the time. <laughs> I got to write that down for cameo. How much is the guy from Dollman? As the space cop, Brick Bardo, also known as Dollman, he is only 13 inches tall. Bardo <laughs> is equipped with his Kruger Blaster, which is the most powerful handgun in the universe. Oh, 13 inches of pure action. That's what Let Dollman is. Let me ask is. you, how did it feel... Going from a 13-inch tall man mm -hmm. to being a country doctor who has just the most unlikable spouse in the history <laughs> of Hallmark television romance stories. It seems like a tough transition, Tom. You know, I'm sorry, Tim. When we started this, I did not actually think you could go deep on Virgin River. I've been room adjacent for four seasons of virgin river right? i've i've been room adjacent for a week now and yeah it's uh it's a lot it's a lot well actually rob i've seen mariah carey after the pitbull new year's eve show so uh i know haunting of my dreams <laughs> there are many insects of course that propagate rapidly and a giant strain might appear among them at any moment you can't say it won't guys who fired me from newsweek keep watching the anthills <laughs> you got fired from newsweek for that i don't know listen it's not, not it's like uh forbes light at this point <laughs> usa it wishes it had the uh journalistic integrity of a usa today I think U.S. World and News Report is like the clickbait is the substance on that site. They, all they have is the college rankings. That's all they got. That's all yeah. that people care about. Yeah. And let me tell you, University of Michigan, boy, they're cracking the top 200 this year. <laughs> Normally, a creature produces youngsters that more or less resemble itself. Yeah, like uh, Woody Allen and Ronan Farrow or, or Prince uh, Charles and the one kid that has hair and married that lady from Suits. Breckenmeyer? No. Yeah. It, like, yes. <laughs> oh, Mark Paul Gosselin. Yes, that lady. Yes. Oh, Matt Bomer? Oh, uh, no. Okay. Uh, Piper Parable. <laughs> but occasionally something happens to a parent's germplasm. Ooh, quit the sexy talk there mr science guy oh you had me at strip a full-grown horse to its bones <laughs> that's a good good germplasm there that's uh <laughs> i think that's a category on pornhub 
It's all going to be germplasm stepsisters or germplasms <laughs> that get stuck in a laundry machine. What is, what is How, that? They're amorphous blobs. They're going to be able to get out of the washer-dryer combo. That's what makes it sexy, Alan. They can always get out at any time. Where's the germplasm now? I don't know. Oh, it's in my butt. You should get a cameo for that. <laughs> Where the chromosomes and genes that determine the characteristics of one's offspring are located. In the butt. <laughs> and a quote-unquote freak is born. Say chic. Yeah, if you're really lucky, you're super freak. Yeah. And if you're really lucky, a freak of the week. And if you're unlucky, Todd Browning's freaks, because it's, it's problematic now, Alan. Can't even go out on Fridays now. I can't go out at night. And then I haven't watched Freddy Got Fingered because just of the alliteration potential. <laughs> if conditions are right, the new type creature will survive and produce offspring like itself. Such sexy conditions can be measured on the down-to-clown scale, which mm -hmm. ranges all the way from Barry White down to Michael Buble. Now, that's not fair, Rob, because there are... Plenty of ladies in my speedwalking group who <laughs> would beg to differ with you. Yes, yes. They would just love to rip off the packet of a Splenda to have lunch with Michael Buble. No, they would. They'd like to get a, a, a Buble with Michael Buble. <laughs> oh, God. You think he only drinks LaCroix? No. He, he's, no like, he... he's like, fuck that. <laughs> I know he drinks Buble because he's in the damn commercials. Oh, yeah. That's how celebrity endorsements work, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm, Flo really uses progressive insurance. <laughs> Jeez. What's wrong with you? She does not like John Hamm, though. That's well known. Hey, good on Flo. Good yeah. on Flo. We're pro-Flo. Sure. I mean, if there was one insurance mascot I was going to fuck. Now, I hear I don't mm, want to put labels, mm, okay? Mm. That emu is pretty good looking. Mm. Scientists call these sudden changes mutations. And in their laboratories, they are able to produce mutations almost at will. Oh, just like the meme where Picard says, produce mutations at will, and everyone throws bugs with 10 legs at Riker. Are there three wills and they're all pointing at each other yeah does picard do the chop chop dance to the magic bomb questions he frequently gets on tiktok yeah. where'd my hair go i don't know bomb bomb <laughs> moving on although they are never sure just what kind of freak will appear I feel like this would be a great opportunity to list any other freaks we missed in the first freak joke. So, Rob, you, you got a Google search available? Uh, Let's see. We got, we, got, we got freaked. Yeah. So uh, if anyone wants to see Candy Reeves in a dog costume, that's that's uh, that's the kind of freak you want. Freaked. Sure. The, the bosun whistle from the Captain Crutch cereal boxes in the late 1960s for oh. all those phone freakers. <laughs> oh, of course, there's always those geeks who hang out with those freaks. They do. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And then they 
star in Judd Apatow movies, and then they don't get much more famous. And then they continue to star in Judd Apatow movies. <laughs> and inspire heavy metal dudes and Stranger Things. Okay, can we do a deep dive on love now? And That's Paul Rust, right? Paul Rust. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's two letters off from being good looking. <laughs> oh, the, his parents could have fixed that at Ellis Island, but jeez. <laughs> he's a lovely man. Yeah, he's very nice. There's a very harsh joke likely written by him about how unattractive he is. So I'm sure of that, yes. I guess he probably, he's, he's come to terms. <laughs> For such experiments, fruit flies are usually used since they breed so rapidly that the results from generation to generation could quickly be seen. Also, they're very squishable, which comes in handy for complicated science reasons you don't want to know too much about. Okay, it's fine. You don't have to tell okay, me. Okay, it's, it's Huel. It's Huel. Huel uh, is made out of... A, didn't want yep, it. It's no, fruit flies and Elmer's that. paste. Sorry, oh. it's just true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> um, plus, you know, scientists just have so many bananas lying around because of the monkeys that... <laughs> Fruit flies. It's like it's like free fruit flies, just like just for hanging out. Yeah, yeah. The, the new guys are coming out of grad school, and the old timers are like, no, 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 no. Don't make a yeah. grant for fruit flies. Just open some windows, and uh, oh, they're yeah. going to be everywhere. Hey, no, uh, take all you want uh, home too. Like uh, it's cool. <laughs> Everybody does it. Pioneering work along this line has been done by Dr. Herman Muller of the University of Indiana, who received the Nobel Prize for his work. When reached for comment on this article, Dr. Mueller laughed so hard he pooped a little. Oh my gosh, I saw that on Ants Canada, I guess. I don't know which YouTube channel it would work best for a Nobel Prize when you're talking about like ants. Those are your only ant subscriptions? Listen, Rob, Matt Groening was on the last episode of Ants Canada, so get get cool. All right, all right. Impress yeah. me, Ants of Canada. No, no, they're not Ants of Canada, and I don't think he lives in Canada, so I, I don't know. It's complicated. By bombarding the flies with x-rays, he was able to produce mutations in the germ plasms of some of them. The rest died, of course. Horrible, horrible deaths. Little, mm. tiny, horrible deaths. Oof. Each a miniature tragedy narrated by Werner Herzog. You think I prepared <laughs> a eulogy? Uh-huh, uh-huh. For fruit flies. It's not a eulogy. It's, it's a commentary about the thoughtlessness and destructive nature of, uh, of the wild and how humanity is unprepared for the cruel and merciless universe. Oh, I don't think I got this in me. Okay, hold on. Let me just, I gotta, I gotta ramp up the blood and mm -hmm. also lower my interest in continuing to live. <laughs> Not gonna get lower, Alan. One day, one million deaths. The flies will never again praise the beauty of the peach or the grape, for they have seen the end, and it is sexy germplasm. <laughs> the dead will not envy the living, for they know it is finally. The rays had no apparent outward effect on the flies exposed to them, 
But to, well, no, that's not how evolution works. It works on the children. It's very that's, true. Well, yeah, that's how comic book evolution works. So, I mean, works. If you, what if you're Lamarckian? I guess. <laughs> but some of their offspring turned out to be quite different from the parents. Oh, sure. Longer hair, disrespectful of cops. I know how it works. Sure, yes. He produced flies without wings, with strange coloring, and in many freak forms. (laughs) My happening baby, and it freaks me out. Yes. This is my happening, and it freaks me out. The freaks usually reproduce children like themselves. Yes, letting their freak flags fly. Okay, we did have one more. That was the last one, I guess. That's the last one in the chamber, folks. (laughs) Dr. Muller said it is possible in this fashion to produce a monster from a normal parent. Oh, sure. Just ask Ben Shapiro's parents. Hey, now, he's giving Gina Carano work, Rob. You got (laughs) to appreciate that. You don't want Crush having to join the Lords of... Well, whoops, sorry, she did. I... that's, That's terrible. Sorry, Crush, but that's what you did. In fact, not long... Okay, do we... Are you, do you, are you following me here, Rob? Yeah, I got you. I'm with you. Okay. Gina Carano was Crush the, in the, the revised version of American Gladiator. Oh, that's right. Not the original version where no. there was laser. Right. And previously, right. we associated them with the Lords of Satan. <laughs> so... Okay, I was just circle. giving you that. It's not for the audience. That's for you, Rob. I feel warmed by that knowledge. In fact, not long ago, one scientist reported producing an insect the size of a chicken. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Sorry. But it, it died soon after birth, and it was so camera shy. <laughs> you would not believe it. it. We tried so hard, so hard. Oh, we my. put a puppet by the camera. Every time we did it, a big foot ran in front and just obstructed <laughs> it. You couldn't see anything. The implications in such a statement are frighteningly incorrect. <laughs> I'm sure. What what was that? Who was the scientist? I'm sorry. I don't understand the question. Next question, please. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was Bill something. Something Dutch, maybe? Farva. Bill Farva. No, that can't be it. What what movie is that from? He's the guy from Super Troopers with a mustache. Uh, You know, if you had asked me (laughs) how many people in Super Troopers had a mustache, I would have said all of them, Mm -hmm. including Mrs. Le Pen. (laughs) For the Earth is constantly being bombarded with rays from space, X-rays, cosmic rays, and others. You know, Alan, what I don't like about this is you can get a bug Fantastic Four out of this, and I do not want spiders with stretching powers. That is about the worst possible... This isn't even a joke. That's about the worst possible thing I could imagine. Oh, okay. It's not a joke. No. Can you imagine that? Thanks. That's great. Okay. (laughs) What's your fantastic four lineup uh, of uh, cosmic uh, rays, Rob? Okay, all right. So you got you got okay, stretchy spider, terrifying, terrifying. Okay, you have a stink bug made of rocks. Okay, which is horrifying. Um, you got a, a, you know, you know those weird things that look like millipedes or centipedes, but are actually like crickets somehow. Gross. Yeah, no. yeah. Oh well, imagine one of those on fire. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then you've got uh, the Invisible Woman. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't take we can't take work away from working woman superhero. That's not right. I know you got a list here, Rob, and it doesn't include Beta Ray Bill, who is actually named after a type of cosmic ray. Yeah, but he's a horse guy. He's not a horse guy, Rob. He is a horse he, guy. No, he's not a horse guy. A horse guy is sorry for bothering you, but there's less cannibalism with your castmate. <laughs> a little okay? bit, little bit less. A little bit less. Yeah, but what, let's still release Steph on the dial. It'll be all right. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's cool. Please. Like, there are, hey, there are a bunch of people that shouldn't be in this movie. It's, yeah. it all, it'll even out. Yeah, it's like canceling the canceling. It's It all works out. Sure. And plus, everyone will just be looking at the terrible special effects the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And the these worst. rays, too, are capable of causing a species of giants to come into existence overnight. No, or at least by Tuesday morning. Jeez, get off their backs. They're going literally as fast as they can. These rays okay. can't go any right. faster. Okay, listen, Amazon, if your window is between 8 p.m. and 10 p.m., I have lost all will to open a package by that point, okay? <laughs> that is the next day. Yes. You can't count it as that day. I'm just telling you. I agree. I agree, damn it. Where do I sign? I mean, you don't sign. They, they don't bother with that. They just chuck it over the fence, Rob. <laughs> they got to pee in some kind of bottle. They don't have time for delivering. <laughs> Besides these rays, man himself is now fooling with atomic rays, which can produce mutations. I mean, probably not the way like a uh, giant chicken insect ray would which is like a really targeted kind of ray yeah yeah it's got like a purple laser yeah mm. so but you know atomic rays you can make them work in a pinch yeah if you have to it's like substituting baking soda for baking powder sure it's gonna work but you're not gonna get the double rising action of mutation there you just get like a single mutation this is why i support a full ray ban they raise uh, their money by selling sunglasses, and yes. damn it, I support their cause. Man, I get it. I get where you're going with it. Any man, fish, plant, or insect touched by rays from an atomic bomb in doses not strong enough to kill or cause sterility is apt to produce freak offspring. Yeah, those are the options. Kill, uh -huh. cause sterility, or mutate into giants. This is 1950, people. We've got the science all figured out. Yes, I did know that that was part of the NBA recruitment program is Atomic Rays. Yeah. It's been going on for a while, and that's why they had to move back the three-point line again, Rob. They're, they're finally, somebody's being brave enough to break the eight-foot barrier, Alan. Yeah. Big news. Suppose, for example, a creature like the fruit fly. I mean, nothing more interesting than that. Well, let's keep going back to fruit fly, fruit even fly. though we've thrown humans... Fish. It's um, it's all Mueller know, had chimeras. It's all Mueller had in his experiments. So Mueller. Right. So so they gotta keep going back to it. You know, just a creature, like a human baby. Okay. Any, any creature. So right, right. Why don't we right. right? Why are we picking fruit flies every time when there are literally millions of babies that could be sure. used? I know. And listen, 
there's only so much fuel that we need to go around. <laughs> it's true. Right? In fact, I don't want those babies taking mine. Sure. Or or giving it. No. No. I mean, I don't want to swift this podcast up, but... <laughs> Through the actions of rays, either from out of space oh. or man-made, yeah, suddenly gives birth to a race of giants the size of chickens or larger. All right. All right. All right. I'm trying to imagine yeah. this. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Bugs. Size of chickens. All right. Okay. Um, how do they taste? And do they serve six? Because I've got people coming over this weekend. So it depends whether you get sides with your uh, chicken sized fruit fly. Um, now people getting a little tired of rotisserie fruit fly. So we've decided to start adding sauces, barbecue, Nashville hot. Ah. And we think that way you won't get upset that we don't serve that fucking brownie pie anymore. <laughs> now we put it in little fucking squares wrapped in saran wrap. I can get that at a 7-Eleven. That's fucking bullshit, dude. So this leads to my next question. Boston Market is still around? After Kenny Rogers died, um, they wanted to honor the memory of rotisserie, and so they've managed to keep it going. Well, um, plus, the city of Boston needs all the help it can get. That's, that's yes. just free publicity. They, they haven't had a tea party in years. It's, uh, <laughs> this is rough times for them. This fly breeds every 10 days and produces several hundred offspring per generation. Again, like Nick Cannon. But unlike Nick Cannon... I wouldn't mind seeing one of those hosts, America's Got Talent. <laughs> Ooh, Terry Crews and a fruit fly together? Yes, please. I got it, Rob. Mm -hmm. All fruit fly remake of Drumline. <laughs> I know you're on board. It's all fruit flies and Orlando Jones. He needs work more than the fruit flies. <laughs> Which means that a fruit fly monster, which survived and gave birth to others like itself, could produce over 8 million offspring in about a month's time. And there'd be lots of food there because um, somebody would feed it fruit, a lot, a lot of fruit. I, I think once there's 8 million of them, you're definitely feeding them because they're, they're, they're going to beat you up. Oh, I see, because there are 8 million, uh, um, and they're all like, give it to me, baby. And you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how the offspring work, Rob. <laughs> and in two months. Well, they did say in the song that they're pretty fly. I, I, I did that whole thing. You did that whole just, thing. I did that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Didn't even fucking just occur to me. Just left it on the table. I yep. did, I'm there to pick it up, bro. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're like the average white band, Rob. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> why? You Alan? pick up the pieces. Yeah. Yep. And in two months, barring accidents, there could be more than twenty-five. I'm guessing this is a billion. I, I it's a little late for me to count these yeah. zeros. Yeah, I think so monsters inhabiting the world wow that's that's a lot of lady gaga fans rob <laughs> sure, <clears throat> sure is alan sure is <laughs> that's a lot of somewhat attractive women dressed in pigtails who have daddy issues and harlequin makeup on i thought you said monster oh <laughs> Jeez. 
Don't don't out <clears throat> comic book me today, Rob. I think uh, I I hear that Universal's actually uh, optioned the story to make a movie as part of their uh, their monster universe. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the fruit fly. Yeah, the fruit fly. It's, see, it's a trequel to the uh, to the fly <laughs> and the fly too. Man would have practically no defense. Okay, hold on. Atomic race, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Against the tremendous hordes of voracious creatures that would swoop down on him. Uh, That one particular man, Chet, (laughs) fucked 100%. Oh, Oh, man, 25 billion fruit flies just descending on Chet? They got the genetic code. You know how some people attract mosquitoes more than others? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. the Chet gene. <laughs> oh, shit. Can you yeah. imagine? Oh. Yeah. Swoop <sighs> down on them, avidly seeking food, eating every bit of organic matter in their paths. And always looking for government handouts. Get a job, fruit flies. No one in the government helped me when I was on food stamps. Um. Okay, Ms. Rand. It was an actual quote by Craig T. Nelson. What? <laughs> He said it on the news once. Oh, no. Craig T. Nelson is... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, next you're going to tell me that Dauber (laughs) is a proud boy. Oh. Dauber, no. No, he he stays clean because he's got that sweet, sweet Nickelodeon money. They could easily become masters of the world within a few hours or days. Or by the end of this very sentence, you never... Ah! Well, he did have time to write his name, George Dempster. So I believe that did not happen. <laughs> oh, thank but God. it could. Oh! The end. Well, Rob, there was uh, one guy mm-hmm. interviewed for this. Um... No, not interviewed. Very explicitly not interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> they read the front frontispiece, whatever that's called, of uh, the study by Herman Muller and wrote this. I'm okay, sure. so that's the that's just the cover, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, the front of the piece of the book. Yeah, yeah. sure. I know how to do this right <laughs> letter in form of word thing. Me word smart. Oh, George. Just George. Uh, you really dumpstered that up. He's a dumpster. Yeah. Well, Rob, I'm not sure what the moral would be since we've already we're using so many atomic rays. Uh, yeah, I use them yeah. every day. The The yeah. problem with rays is I want more an hour later because they just pass right through you. Well, Rob, what would you say the moral to this story is? Well, as usual in these type of situations, the moral of the story is to not tamper in God's domain. Okay. Also, whenever possible, nuke them from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Sure, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Rob. Nuke them from orbit. We're talking about the people before they can invent these things, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, folks, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We really invite you to tune in next week. I mean, it's probably next week. There, unless some gamma ray happens to cause a mutation and they become our masters within a few days or hours which might delay our next podcast it's just it's not not, not our fault but not uh, our fault tune in next time for another 
interrupted. Oh, oh, this just in. Next issue. Oh. Will marsupials ruin daytime television? It's entirely possible. Perhaps even probable. They screwed up the view already. <laughs> Where's Anna? Bring her back. Dale.